0: A vegan superhero is a new breed of athlete. Stronger, healthier, and driven by purpose. Vegan superheroes wage war against society's status quo and win. Vegan superheroes battle the forces of evil that profit from the suffering of others. Vegan superheroes take a stand for what they believe in and prove the haters wrong. If you ask the meatheads and clueless fitness gurus, they'll tell you that what we're doing is impossible, yet it's happening every single day. Vegan superheroes inspire change, spread compassion, challenge the status quo, and fuel the revolution. Our mission is to help you become a vegan superhero. Welcome to the Vegan Gym Podcast. So I've run three serious businesses before the Vegan Gym. I had a lawn care company, a vegan snack food company, and then a supply chain software company. Now, all of these had kind of increasing levels of success in terms of revenue, valuations, how I kind of felt about the business. But uh, the supply chain software company was the one that I kind of felt best about. And that was launched by two of my friends who I went to university with. And I joined after they had developed a proof of concept and I worked with them to kind of build the technology and start acquiring customers. And also at that time, I was working full time as an engineer, and I had also started publishing vegan fitness articles online. So about 18 months of working at the supply chain startup and helping my friends to build that business, I realized that I wasn't really happy with what I was doing. I didn't really enjoy the work that we were doing. Now, there was tons of potential in growing the company, and I really felt like that was kind of my surest path to massive success or at least financial success. But over those kind of 18 months that I was part of the business, I had developed kind of this burning passion for all things related to vegan fitness. So I was doing the publishing on the side and I was also trying to build this supply chain startup, but I kept feeling myself being pulled to writing about veganism, fitness and nutrition. And then about uh, around that time period, about 18 months into the journey with this startup uh, that I was building with my friends, another friend asked me, what would you do if money were no object? And without hesitation, I said, you know what? I just want to help vegans get healthy and fit. Like that's the main thing that I want to do. Like that is what I am most passionate about more than traveling the world, playing drums, working out, building a supply chain, startup company or anything else. I wanted to help vegans transform their bodies and lives. And I honestly didn't care about money at all. If I could just spend my days uh, focusing on helping vegans. So... Fast forward to today, I was just doing that kind of in our crappy little apartment. Honors, <laughs> <gonna> you remember that? <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, and I just had we at one point. I don't even that, think that we was had, that was when I was going to school, uh, working full time in construction. And I would come home and I would say hi to Leif, and he would go right up into his little like den and start working. And oh my goodness, that was just a terrible house. <laughs> yeah, it was
0: pretty depressing. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, I was just uh, I had this like. We had this crappy little apartment. I was just stuck up in one of the rooms that had just disgusting carpet. It was all, the window didn't even open. It was all like really just gross inside. And fast forward to today, and we now have a team of more than 20 people, and we're growing like crazy. We're helping lots and lots of vegans transform their bodies and lives, and I'm just super incredibly passionate about what we're doing. Um, We actually just hired our 11th coach, which is pretty crazy because we just had two coaches a year ago and one was part-time. So we've just gone through a lot uh, kind of over these last few years, things have grown like crazy. And we've also gone through a ton of really difficult times. Uh, It was basically right at the beginning of COVID when we thought, hey, I don't really think that this is even going to work out hey do we
1: need to throw in the towel get nine to five jobs yeah so (laughs) we were just uh we were really
0: worried and um it uh actually helped to build a business because lots of people were looking for workouts that weren't uh didn't require a gym but we didn't really see that at the time at the beginning and we just thought that we were headed to uh headed into a brick wall at like yeah, eight I, miles an I hour. I think,
1: I think everyone was kind of just instilled with fear for a little bit because it was unknown, right? Yeah. So it was just that unknown that really like threw us off at that moment.
0: It was also economic fear. Like I thought but, we were heading to like a pretty serious meltdown, but anyways, the point is we've gone through a lot of tough times. We've uh, been growing like crazy and we keep kind of persevering through all these difficult times. But um, all of these times would have broken me if I didn't have a passion, like a burning passion for the work that we're doing. So I love uh, lots of quotes by Steve Jobs. But my favorite is when he said, sometimes life's going to hit you in the head with a brick. Don't lose faith. I'm convinced that the only thing that has kept me going was that I loved what I did. So, in other words, if you don't love what you're doing, then you're eventually going to give up when it gets hard. And that's something that I know for sure. If we had gone through these periods that we have gone through with the vegan gym, if I had gone through that stuff in one of these other startups that I have launched, there is zero chance that I would have stuck with it. I just didn't have that burning passion for. The work that I was doing. And when it got difficult, I would have thrown in the towel. So, why am I talking about entrepreneurship and startups and stuff with with all of
1: you? You're like, this is a vegan fitness podcast.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think it's kind of an interesting story. It provides kind of a little context about um, how this journey has been for us. Right. And also, I want to bring this up because the same thing holds true in fitness. So staying consistent in entrepreneurship is really difficult. Staying consistent in fitness is extremely difficult. And sometimes life is going to hit you in the head with a brick. And the only way to stay consistent with your health and fitness over the long term is by doing stuff that you actually enjoy. So that's why it's important to work your favorite foods into your nutrition program, regardless of kind of your exact goals. So for example, I really love vegan Ben and Jerry's ice cream. (laughs) That's kind of a, that's a new, new thing that I've kind of been. Yeah. (laughs) That's like
1: a new kick for you. Uh, Yeah. For me, it's just kind of i I'm moving gravitate. There's these lentil chips. I don't even know the brand of it. But there's these lentil chips that are just so incredibly good. Yeah, they're right over there. Yeah. I can't read the uh, label. But I think it's like bit, I think good. it's Good Life or something like that. I think yeah, I um, think that's right. But yeah, anyway, like there's there's stuff that you really enjoy that you just need to make sure that you're still incorporating it into your into your journey. <laughs> yeah, and I think when people
0: diet, they. They often gravitate towards deprivation because they think that's the key to really seeing results. No, it's not the key. The key is making sure you have your calories in check, making sure that you understand kind of the right macronutrient composition of your diet for your particular goals and your particular body composition, and then making sure that you're including food that you actually enjoy so you're not tempted to start binging on other stuff and completely ruin all of the progress that you've made. Right. So that's why it's important to work your favorite foods into your nutrition program. That's also why it's important to focus on a particular training style that you truly enjoy. So one thing that this Ironman journey has taught me is that I don't really enjoy Ironman training. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I've actually kind of realized that I'm relearning this lesson and kind of, Because I began my fitness journey with distance running. So I kind of started my fitness journey with an endurance training background. But the one kind of once I discovered weight training, that really changed everything for me in terms of how I viewed fitness and my love for fitness. It just started blossoming once I found weight training and really started
1: focusing on that. So I got I, so addicted when I first went into the gym the first it is, day.
0: It is super addictive. Yeah.
1: I was so resistant when my friend uh, asked me to join him for the first time uh, in the morning before high school, like a day in high school. And uh, he dragged me in there. I started lifting weights and I was just like, I just felt like this is it. This yeah. is exactly what I need to be doing. Yeah. And it's, I haven't stopped since. <laughs> right.
0: Well, that was a huge mental shift for me too. Right. And after I started like going a few days. I thought, wow! I love this. Like, I feel stronger. I feel better. I feel kind of, I guess a word, a really good word is like powerful. Yeah. Like, and not in a negative way whatsoever, but just like I feel physically, mentally, and kind of emotionally more powerful doing right. this. Yeah. So. To
1: to be completely transparent, I started, um, I started looking at myself differently than I did even the day before. Yeah. You know,
0: it it's a pretty fast switch.
1: So just I was. In, instead of saying, oh, I can't do this or I can't do that, I st- started envisioning, what if I do this? What if I do that? What if I continue this? Oh, I could get there. Um, and it, it, it more so opened my eyes to opportunity, which I think is freaking cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, you start, you start building confidence in yourself, right. which starts trickling
0: into all areas of your life. And you start realizing, okay, well, I didn't actually... I never used to think that I could be strong and fit and have the right. body I wanted. What else is possible for my life? Like what else can I go out and do? Right. Like I'm so much more capable than I thought I was. That's that's the main thing that I really got out of the last 10 years of weight training, more than 10 years. And it's that's just been a huge right. kind of breakthrough for for me in my life. So Anyways, like um, going to the gym, it's very therapeutic for me. I love just putting on some headphones, even if I'm listening to like hard rock or or uh, something like that. And just it's still like very therapeutic. It's like it's it's just a really enjoyable way of getting some relieving some stress and just uh, throwing around some weight. So now don't get me wrong. I do really love running, biking and swimming. Um, I, and yes, I actually am really beginning to love swimming. Like I just had a super amazing workout, uh, last night. I actually had the best swim workout of my entire life, which isn't saying much cause I haven't had that many <laughs> workouts, <laughs> many swim workouts. Like that's pretty much like, a, a something that's happened in the past five months. But, uh, anyways, it started with a long uh, pyramid swim. So my coach BJ has been having me just build up with, um, with distance and stuff in the pool. And BJ has just been absolutely phenomenal. Like he's just such an amazing coach, but, uh, I started with a four by 200 yard swim. Like it was a warm up swim. And then I jumped to my first 400 yard, uh, set of this long period pyramid. But at the end of the 400 yards, I just felt like a machine I felt like everything was going it just felt so good so I ended up nothing feels better than feeling in sync with your body (laughs) that's exactly how I felt like everything was just I literally felt like a machine it was just like everything is just moving and it felt amazing so I finished the I was really kind of in my head about this workout I was like wow those are some long distances like I don't know if I can do that so Anyways, I've just been having huge breakthroughs with that, so I do the 400 yard first kind of set of this pyramid, and then I just kept going. I didn't stop. Like yeah. I had a whole other kind of workout that I was supposed to do, and I just, I just felt so good, and I was like, I need to just really um, get everything I can out of this feeling. Yeah. So I ended up swimming 86 laps consecutively, freestyle. No, no snorkel, no nothing else, and uh, yeah, I did 86 laps freestyle, which is 2,150 yards or 1.22 miles. So that is just over half Ironman swim distance <laughs> that I did. Yeah, uh, with uh, with freestyle, which was a huge breakthrough for me. Like swimming over a mile freestyle when literally less than five months ago, I could not do a single lap of freestyle yeah, and that's just super awesome and and lots of that is because of b j but um yeah that uh that was super awesome, and I do so I can say I very much enjoy swimming now, or I'm getting to the point where I can say like I love swimming yes yesterday evening was kind of the first time where I felt like I could kind of call myself somewhat of a swimmer <laughs>
1: <which> <laughs> Don't get was, ahead of yourself here is pretty which is pretty, <laughs> just which is pretty
0: cool. <laughs> And I, I also remember like, I was so dialed in that I started, my mind started drifting to other things. Like I started thinking about some business things and I, then I realized it and I was like, whoa, that's, that's crazy. (laughs) Cause that's never happened to me when I'm swimming. It happens all the time when I'm running or biking, but I have never been so comfortable in a pool where it's just like, my mind will start drifting. Right. So Anyways, I had a really good workout. <laughs> and uh and yeah, it's just uh, so I've always kind of had a love for running. I've been developing uh, quite a love for biking and swimming. So, I do enjoy all of these activities, but training for this Ironman has felt more like a chore to me than weight training ever has. Um also, my knees haven't really been enjoying uh this all this uh, endurance training, which is a little weird. Like it's because you're it's, almost 30. <laughs> that's part of it. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so my knees haven't really been enjoying it. And also I don't, I don't really enjoy all the sugar you're kind of consuming with, um, I've been using something called tailwind nutrition. This is something that, uh, Stacy on her, on her, uh, team recommended. She's like really big into endurance running. Uh, and it's been great. I really enjoy the taste and it just settles in my stomach really well. But I, I honestly feel like a hummingbird, just like drinking all (laughs) the sugar all the time. (laughs) I'm just like constantly sipping on sugar water. Right. And it's, uh, it's a little weird and it doesn't make my body feel like so good. But, um, anyways, I have been sticking with training and that's partly because I've told everyone i'm going to do it i have my uh amazing coach bj who's supporting me along the way i also said that i was going to complete a full Ironman man by 30 and i don't have that much time left to do that <laughs> i'm less than uh this is your is only it? chance oh it's actually it's august 26th today so yeah. there's only two months left for, Yeah. for uh, crazy to for even that. think about that huh <laughs> yeah that is that is kind of crazy <laughs> Um, and then also I thought it would be really cool to kind of create some interesting content, share the journey with everyone. But, um, I'm, it's actually been a lot harder than we thought it would be. It has been really hard. I think part of the, first of all, it takes a lot more time to do the documentation process a lot more than I thought. I was just like, well, we'll do all the training, just like pick up a camera and just like hit record. Right. Uh, It's actually a lot more than that. Um, but if I'm being honest, like none of those are great reasons to do an Ironman. I should be doing an Ironman because I love the journey and want to be doing Ironman uh, triathlons. So yes, I still think it'd be really awesome to become an Ironman. I very much want to be an Ironman, but I'm realizing that I'm not in love with the process of becoming an Ironman. I'm not in love with that journey. And it also takes a heck of a lot of time. (laughs) So I am going to continue training. I'm less than a, well, I'm like three weeks out now from from the Ironman, which is, yeah, starting to get pretty real, (laughs) but I'm actually feeling really confident. And I, and the only reason I've gotten to that point is because I have an amazing coach who's been really uh, making sure that I have the training that I need. So that's just been invaluable. But you want to share your update on your Ironman journey?
1: Well, I'm not doing it. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, I I decided. I don't know when this was. Um, it's about uh, a month and a half ago. It was yeah. It was about a month and a half ago that I decided to not continue with the journey. Um, and I like. Uh, Leif and I have had conversations. I had many conversations with Coach BJ about this, and I was i needed to be really uh on the same page with myself in the sense that i'm not quitting it's more of shift of focus on things that i know that will not only uh allow me to enjoy my fitness progress, uh my fitness journey but also uh to be able to give as much as i can to the team or our clients and so forth um and so like the the amount of time that it was taking me for the training, um, really, like like you, Leif, like I I love riding bike, absolutely love it. Um, love I, I like you. Uh, I started loving running, um, which I used to hate running. Uh, and I was getting like PRs. I was doing all this stuff. I didn't really at that time. I didn't really get serious about swimming yet. Um, but it was just something that I. I realized that I needed to shift that focus and um, really add on to, not add on, I needed to take a step back and realign where I wanted to be uh, taking my, my finished journey. So I wanted to get back to weights because that was something that uh, with all the time that I was putting towards triathlon training, I didn't have a second for, not one uh, between building this business and then with triathlon training, there was no way. I try to fit in there from here from time to time, but it would only make me sore and make my triathlon training worse. Um, So I think like if you had all the time in the world, you could balance the two, but I don't. So it was just something that I had to really come to terms with and saying, hey, I still want to complete an Ironman. I still will, Um, but now's the time not to do that because I'm not enjoying what I'm doing. So. I kind of just shift focus and I've been lifting weights, uh, regularly now. And, uh, first off, it feels freaking great to be back <laughs> in the gym. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, so lifting weights, it will 100% always be my favorite form of exercise, no matter what. Um, and it's something that I can be effective with the time, uh, get in there and get out of there in an hour. Um, so it's kinda of like where I'm at. I'm I'm torn. Like I'm not torn. I I it's going to be amazing to see you cross the finish line. Uh, but I know that I would be like, Oh, it would be awesome to cross that. I just need to remind myself, I'm going to. It's just a matter of time. Uh and so, uh, I mean, this is that's exactly why we wanted to have this podcast, you know. It's like, uh, you're completing it just because you're there, you're prepared for it, and you're going to do it. But I mean, your your love for fitness is in weight training right so and it's the same with mine um we're all about um for me the the ironman journey was more for a uh mental growth uh to push myself um and i still am all about that but i can do that in the gym i can do that in business um so i know i can always revisit that to get kind of to another level in that area um and so I'm. St- I still have been riding uh, my bike until I <laughs> broke it. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty crazy. I so. don't know how that even happened. Uh, for those fit, uh, too
0: much weight training. You just ripped <laughs> the derailleur right well, off. Well, uh, yeah, it. I was
1: I was climbing up, uh, a a hill uh, during a century ride that I was supposed to do, and the that's rear a hundred mile
0: ride for anyone who yeah.
1: Know. So for uh, all you cyclists out there, my rear derailleur snapped off the frame like just completely snapped off and I've like never seen anything like that happen before. And it like, uh, i really destroyed a few of my spokes and everything. Uh, for those that aren't cyclists, my rear gears just kind of like snapped off. So, yeah. um, it was really interesting, but anyway, um, I'm still doing this stuff. It's just not to the extent of Ironman training. So like you, I, I still love running. I still love uh, cycling. And I still love being in the water i wouldn't call myself a swimmer uh but um i'm not doing the process of becoming like doing an ironman and that's what's making me enjoy that process more is being able to do it in smaller segments and yeah, exactly. incorporating that right <clears throat> yeah so that's just kind of like my positioning that's been my thoughts um and uh i haven't really made it known just because like i i to be completely honest I I kind of feared judgment or like fear that people would look down on me. And I'm now I'm thinking about it. It's like, I, first off, if someone does, I don't care. (laughs) Uh, I don't care at all. But two, it's like, I just want to be real and say like it, everything, like you don't have to do everything. Focus on the things that you like. And, um, that's, what's really making me get back into my zone. And I, for the last month and a half, maybe it's been two months, something like that. Um, I have feel I have felt one hundred percent on top of everything in my day. Whereas before I felt like I was just trying to play catch up. Yeah. And that's been night I, and day.
0: I kind of feel that to an extent. And it's uh it is challenging. It's very challenging to balance all the training. And I don't have like the ideal schedule that I'd like to have with that. And honestly, I'm finding that I I used to really love morning workouts, like go to the gym, crush some weights, get but, back like you're 100% ready to to uh, hit the day. But now with really long workouts and they're, they tend to be pretty draining, doesn't feel like it works so well first thing in the morning when I, have, in the evening. when I have yeah. a full day of work to do. And then also, I think part of me is thinking hey, I don't really want to be doing this. So I'm going to kind of push it off and focus on the things that I feel like really need to be done right now. So yeah, it's just been, it's been quite a learning experience for me. And this was really, this was kind of like my crusade. This is the one that I was, I was the one who initially signed up for this. I was like, I'm doing an Ironman. I'm finishing it before I'm 30 years old. I don't really even remember why I came up with that, but Anyways, it's going to happen.
1: <laughs> um, he, he was but, like this for the uh the half Ironman in Boulder, like our uh, like uh, my dad and I were our dad, my dad. <laughs> uh, our Our dad and I were talking, and we are like, "Hey, let's do like uh, Iron Man New Jersey or whatever at that time, uh half Iron Man, and like the, the next week, Lepe was like, "I signed up for Iron Man Boulder, and I was like half iron like seventy point three Iron Man Boulder, and we are like, "Oh." <laughs> so then we had to shift our focus to that yeah. so like pulls the of, trigger pretty quickly i
0: think part of it is that i just i need to pull the trigger immediately or else i'm not going to pull the trigger right. yeah. <laughs> so i'm just kind of like it, it's exciting it's
1: exciting to have a goal set you know uh, a goal like an end goal and something to work towards um yeah and, and but so. it's really important that that goal is something you
0: actually really want to be 100 uh, doing and not just crossing the finish line but doing the hundreds of hours of training required to get to the finish line. Right. Um, And really kind of falling in love with that process. So I'm less than, well, as I said, like I'm three, I'm just over three weeks out from Ironman, Maryland. I will be racing it. I will be completing it. Um, so I'm looking forward to kind of, uh, just finishing this journey and just, um, just crossing that line. I think it will feel really powerful. And I think it, uh, I'll cross the finish line and feel like it was all worth it. But, um, yeah, as I said, like I've been mostly consistent with my workouts. My workouts have been awesome. Again, shout out to uh, our awesome coach BJ. He's just been an absolute rock star and he just, he really meets us where, we're at or now where I'm at. And it's just been a really just it's just been amazing. But um my heart isn't in the process like I thought it would be, like I really was kind of expecting. And I think the fact that I've never really trained for either of the half ironmans that I've done in the past should have been an indication that I didn't really love the process. <laughs> yeah. Like I probably should have taken more inventory of how I felt during those probably
1: have trained for a half first and yeah. then see <laughs> well the funny
0: thing is now I feel like I'm in freaking awesome shape for a 70.3 right like
1: the full Iron Man is going to
0: it's going to hurt and I'll I'll push through and get it done but I feel like I could just knock off a half Iron Man like nothing right, right now which is which is a cool feeling but next time I want to challenge myself I'm realizing it should be more aligned with my true passions in fitness uh the um kind of main one being weight training so it should probably be a strength competition or maybe a physique competition or something related to weight training or maybe i just don't want to compete at anything when it comes to fitness and
1: allow with yourself yeah but (laughs) allowing
0: fitness to be my outlet be be an outlet yeah be a passion and not something I have to do something I want to do right and I think that's been a large part of the reason I haven't been super fired up about Ironman training so yeah it's it's up to different people whether they want to have kind of that pressure of an event or competition that kind of extra push for me I know I don't need that when it comes to weight
1: training yeah but I like I'm just working towards like lifting goals.
0: Yeah. And I know I just like I have in the past for other triathlons, I'll work out here and there. I'll do some swimming, biking and running here and there, but I don't super want to do it. I don't really like having that structure when it comes to that style of training. And then I show up on race day and I'm like, oh yeah, well, I didn't put in the work. <laughs> yeah. So this is going to be a lot more challenging. So I, I really don't know if I'm going to be doing kind of other strength-based competitions in the past or something like that, but I'll figure it out. And the one thing for sure that I know is after the Ironman is done, I'm going to get back to lifting weights. I just want to build back all of that momentum. I really miss crushing heavy weights. And like you said earlier, it, I am finding that it's very, very challenging to balance Ironman training and weight training. I've probably done weight training on an average of once a month over the past five months. So I've literally only been to the gym maybe four or five times. And part, well, there are lots of reasons for that. The main one being just time. And then also working those two programming programs together that uh, where you're not Really having overlap and getting sore, and and making sure that you're well. The one thing that
1: I've realized is there's no way that you can work out legs and still do Ironman training. I I I don't see that being feasible, (laughs) right? (laughs) Because that requires it for every single one of the events. I've done one leg workout in the last five
0: months, like a pretty serious lifting session, and it it actually didn't feel too bad. I made sure to put it on a day that was going to give me at least 2 days of mostly recovery like i had some serious swimming and uh well also biking which is basically just legs but it uh it felt like it worked in pretty well but that's not something that i can do on like a regular basis right. and feel feel good so i think if i just had a full like an open schedule and had lots more time to be working on recovery and being a lot more on top of recovery then And having the time to do both Ironman training and weight training, then I think I could potentially make it work. But it's just so difficult. So anyways, after the Ironman's done, I'm going to get back to lifting weights. I want to kind of rekindle my love for fitness. And I know that the path to do that is through weight training. 100%. So um, and here's another kind of interesting consideration from I uh, from kind of the other side of the spectrum that I think some people fall into like a trap that some people fall into. Maybe you're doing some type of training that you absolutely love. Like maybe for me, that's weight training for you. That's weight training. Maybe you're doing some kind of training that you absolutely, absolutely love, but you're doing too much of it. Right. So you're overtraining, you're not recovering or sleeping enough. And your body is not feeling great because you're doing too much of something that you that you love. And it's actually becoming detrimental to your physical and mental health and make you not enjoy it. Yeah. So that's also an important check to keep in mind as well. So there's there's balance that uh, that needs to be struck regardless of what kind of training you're doing specifically. Or maybe you just kind of need some variety to keep the momentum going over the long term. So uh, if I were doing half the amount of Ironman training that I'm doing right now, and then filling the other half with weight training, I think I would much more enjoy that. Right. But I started training too late (laughs) and, uh, we just need to kind of cram it together. And as I said, like BJ has just been awesome with programming for, for, uh, my Ironman training, but, um, Yeah, I think doing too much of a good thing can present long-term consistency problems as well. So that's an important thing for people to keep in mind. But the main takeaway here of this episode is that you should be doing something that you really love when it comes to both your work and also fitness. So
1: anything in your life. (laughs)
0: Yeah, anything in your life. If you are loving what you're doing with training, then you're not going to struggle with consistency. And that is a... That's something that I, I knew going into this, but I didn't, I didn't feel like I would really be, that would really be a problem for me. I was just like, okay, well, I'll just turn my mind in a different direction and say, oh, we're doing Ironman training, like just get it done. And I can grind through it. I can do it even if I don't love the process as much as weight training. But at the end of the day, it's still, I'm finding it's still difficult to be fully invested in that process when I don't have a full love for the style of training that I'm doing. So, um, uh, life's going to hit you over the head with a brick from time to time. But if you love what you're doing with your fitness, if you love what you're doing with your work, then you're always going to get back on track. That is a, that's really a huge piece of the puzzle. I think that allows people to be successful when it comes to building the career they want, building the body they want, building the life that they want. And I've realized over the past few months that loving your training is probably the most important aspect of consistency for most people. And when I talk about fitness, anything that gets your body moving is fitness. So you don't have to be training for an Ironman or lifting heavy weights in the gym. It's not about that. Daily movement, daily activity, that's the goal. So find the activities that you love most, build your training program around them. So you're constantly doing things that you enjoy and you find it easier to stay on track. So, what is that one physical activity that you enjoy most when it comes to fitness? I would really encourage you to take inventory of that and start building your training program around that. So it doesn't have to be the only thing you do, but it should be included in some significant way in your training program. And also your favorite forms of exercise can change over time. So I wouldn't be surprised if many years or potentially decades down the road, I transition to just racing Ironmans and I'm no longer so interested in weight training, yeah and i've always i've always looked at like those 80-year-olds who are crossing the line and i thought oh that would be pretty cool like first of all everyone thinks you're a total badass <laughs> and second of all you always win because you're the only 80 year old (laughs) so you're always winning your age group
1: (laughs) oh so that's what it's about
0: (laughs) so uh yeah uh, if i
1: can't win at age 30 i'll win at 80 (laughs)
0: yeah that's uh yeah i'll just beat them with uh the long-term
1: it just changes you know uh you'll shift focus you might find new things like even even within lifting weights, you know, it's like I, I was more bodybuilding style. Now I, I, I was like kind of powerlifting. Now I'm more power building, you know, it's like you, you just kind of like go with what feels right and what you enjoy and you're going to get to your end destination without you even feeling like you have to stress about it. And that's the most enjoyable part of health and fitness. So
0: yeah, exactly. All right, let's leave it it at that. (laughs) Yeah, that's going to be a wrap for this episode. If you have found value in this episode, please take a minute right now to tell one other person about this podcast. As you all know, we're on a mission to help 1 million vegans get into the best shape of their lives because we firmly believe that the more healthy and fit vegans there are in the world, the faster veganism will spread. So please help the animals, the planet, and other people by sharing this podcast. Thank you so much for listening and we'll catch you on the next episode. Until next time, keep challenging the freaking status quo. We really hope that you enjoyed this episode. To take the next step in your vegan fitness journey and get access to all our best content for free, check out TheVeganGym.com. We'll teach you everything you need to know to torch body fat, break through plateaus, build lean vegan muscle, and supercharge your health. Get started right now at TheVeganGym.com. Until next time, peace, love, and gains.